What is up, NFL fans? Welcome to another episode of The Big Picture. You might be sitting there listening, maybe you're watching, saying, why is Jeff on with Wesley for The Big Picture? That's because I'm subbing in for Brian Davis. Nonetheless, I am here. Wesley's here. What's up, Wesley? How's it going? It's going good, man. We're starting to uh, actually get some some definition between some teams that are... We've got winning streaks and losing streaks, at least. I'll say that. Yes, absolutely. And today, we're going to be focusing, like they always do on the big picture, AFC, NFC picture. We're going to go division by division. I'm going to be peppering Wesley with questions about the NFC. He's going to be asking me about the AFC. We're going to go division by division. So there's something for everyone here as we break this down, north, south, east, and west in those directions. So let's get this show off right with the NFC. I don't know if that's the right thing to say. Get the show off right. The NFC North is not really the right place to start, if you ask me. Nonetheless, the NFC North, before we talk about these teams in particular, let's go over the standings. Currently, it's a two-way tie between the Green Bay Packers and Detroit Lions at 2-1. and one. Green Bay has the nod, and they're technically in first place. And then you have the bottom feeders, the Minnesota Vikings and the Chicago Bears, who both have not won a football game yet. So, Wesley, you, as a Saints fan, were just up there in Lambeau. You were watching the Green Bay Packers come from behind against your Saints and win. What is your take on this division as a whole, before we even talk about any specific teams? When you think NFC North, what do you think? So, um, obviously, it's teams that are underperforming. Um, I think that um, the, the, the two big questions is whether the Bears are this bad and whether the Vikings are this bad. Um, yeah. I think the Bears, and I think the answer is the Bears, yes, are this bad. And I think the <laughs> Vikings start this week with riding the ship. Um, and I just, I think that the the Packers and Lions are both two and one. And I don't know if either one of them is actually better than the Vikings in the long run. Um, I see that this kind of uh, being a long run to the Vikings actually uh, working their way up the standings in this division uh, slowly over the rest of the year. If you were to say one is, if you're putting stock into one of the two teams that's tied for first place, you're probably going with Detroit. Am I right? Like that's the team you're going to put stock in. But then again, Green Bay, you just saw them firsthand. What are your thoughts between Green Bay and Detroit? Yeah, um, neither one of them uh, has a quarterback good enough to be uh, going anywhere in the playoffs, I don't think. Um, but I, out of those two, I do think the Lions are the better team. Um, even with the Packers winning this past week, um, and watching uh, the way that came back, they were not for eighty-five percent of the game. Were not the best team on the field. Right. Um, a, a lot of things happened, um, including the you know the Saints losing their starting quarterback. Um, Jordan Love's not there. I'm not sure if I believe in him. I haven't believed in him. I'm not sure if it's going to um, come for him. Um, he's an athletic guy that is not a very accurate thrower, and um, I'm I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if I believe in him being able to lead the a team to a division title. So I guess my next question about this division is, do you think that the Vikings could actually resurrect their season and vie for a division crown? It's 0-3. That's a big hole, believe it or not. But do you think that they're capable? Yeah, um, and I think it starts this week. I mean, the, lucky for them, they're playing another 0-3 team, the Panthers, this week. Um, so they're going to get their first win of the season this week. I, I really believe that. You don't believe um, in Andy Dalton? How dare you? If I does, don't if... believe. Hey, who threw for over 350 yards this past week? Which well, he, he didn't do that like for the Saints last times. year. He threw I like mean, 50 times. No wonder. No, I, I'm not believing in the Andy Dalton-led Panthers. I, I think that the Vikings do get their first win. Um, okay. and, you know, they've lost the, the games to a couple of decent teams, so higher-ranked teams. So we'll just kind of see what happens with them. But it's a long season, 14 more games. 
And I think slowly over that, they creep their way back up into first place. All right. Not necessarily the cream of the proverbial crop. We'll put it that way. But <laughs> okay, Wesley, AFC time. Go. This is my bread and butter, AFC North. Well, um, I, I wasn't wasn't sure if the, the AFC North seems like the way to start. Actually, it's actually a pretty talked about division right now because mm -hmm. you've got three teams tied for first place. Um, technically, the Pittsburgh Steelers are in first place. Technically, um, yes. Over the the Baltimore Ravens and Cleveland Browns have the same record as them. Correct. And then pulling up the division and ending, you've got the the they finally got a win. The the Cincinnati Bengals are one and two. Um, so, so not a lot of, uh, space in between uh, separating all these teams. Now, what do you think about the way this sits right now with the Steelers in first place tied with the Ravens and Browns and the Bengals in, in the, in fourth, uh, how, how does that look? Is this, is that what you thought we'd look like after three weeks and, uh, where are we headed? I, I, I well, I thought it would be a jumbled mess after three weeks. <laughs> I I didn't think Cincinnati would be the bottom feeder, but they are. And Joe Burrow's injury, he doesn't look right. Like, you watch that Monday night game, he's not moving. It's not, he, he, he wasn't really mobile anyways. He could run, yeah. but that's not even a factor anymore. He's basically just sitting there. But, you know, you look at the Ravens of the team that when you looked at their early schedule, you're thinking they're going to come out hot. And then you lose to Gardner Minshew in the Indianapolis Colts at home, and that's a stunner. The The Steelers somehow are 2-1. and one. I'm still not sure how. They're not, they're not playing good football. Cleveland up and down. If so, this upcoming week is going to be really big in the division because eliminate the one of these teams the right now. Eliminate, eliminate one of them. Which one of these teams has no chance of winning the division? Which Cleveland. one's a complete poser? I'm going to say Cleveland. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay. Yeah. So, so so that would be that would be my feeling too. I think but it, their, yeah, their defense could be scary good, maybe. They are good. But they're very but, good. So what do you okay? Let's let's it's three games in, and the Bengals have not had a good offense none of the four teams in this division have had a good offense. What's going on? Is this is back to the old AFC North completely defensive. Somebody's got to figure out how to run the ball and control the clock. And are these just four defensive teams that have technically like bad offenses? Well, I think that you're going to start to see some of these teams. You think about it, the Todd Munkin era in Baltimore, like it, it's a brand new offensive coordinator. They've got all these new weapons, whether you're talking about Nelson Aguilar, Zay Flowers, um, Lamar's just throwing the ball more. Like that's going to take some time. Uh, then you, you know, they lose J.K. Dobbins for the year, and now Gus yeah. Edwards is oh. out and all this stuff. Like, they've had a ton of injuries, like they always do in Baltimore. Cleveland, you lose Nick Chubb, that changes a lot because he was your offense. And so you lose him for the rest of the season. Deshaun Watson played well against Tennessee, but he did not play well against Pittsburgh on Monday night, the prior week. Joe Burrow seems to be, like I said, right now, he's definitely injured. The Steelers are a jumbled mess right now. And they, every now and then, you get these glimpses of the explosive offense you saw in the preseason. And you're like, oh, man, that was freaking awesome. 72-yard bomb, the Calvin Austin, the third touchdown. And then they go in these lulls where they can't even convert on third and one. So I feel like the, the division and these offenses are going to kind of Finally, they're going to find their rhythm eventually. This week is going to be very telling for me because when you look at the upcoming slate of games, the Cleveland Browns play the Baltimore Ravens. So, so there, there's going to be that division matchup. Pittsburgh goes to Houston, not really a murderer's row there. But then again, they they just beat Jacksonville, so they just you put never up a know. Bunch of points. You never know. Yeah, C.J. Stroud's playing good football. It's going to be a competitive division. 
said this to a million people. I'll say it again. Since the AFC North became a division in 2002, no team has ever won it three years in a row. Cincinnati's won it the last two years. So I will take the field when it comes to who wins the AFC North this year. I was just going to ask you, so is this like, kind of the way I thought about the, the Vikings, that over the next 14 games and 15 weeks, does the cream rise to the top? Th- th- would Cincinnati come back? And you're saying no. I, I think they'll come back into playoff contention. I just but, don't but think they necessarily much. win the division. Yeah. Excellent. So because they're, they're going to be playing a first place schedule. They got to play Kansas City. They got to play Buffalo. They got to. They have a really tough schedule. So we'll see. It's but pretty interesting that you have. Sorry, there's gonna, but three of the highest paid quarterbacks in the in the league with Watson, Jackson, and Burrow, mm-hmm. or maybe the three, three of the four. And um, I think Burrow can get it back. He hasn't lost it. But I've there's a lot of questions about whether or not Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson as quarterbacks deserved to get paid the amount they did. Um, Deshaun Watson obviously has a lot going on, but Lamar Jackson has missed a lot of games and yeah. we don't know if he's how, how good is he at throwing the ball? And they've now got an offense that they're trying to build on him throwing the ball. Cause he can't stay healthy running the ball. It's, it's kind of an interesting division with the young Kenny Pickett also throwing in there trying to find his way. So four quarterbacks all, uh, all over the place. You know, I do a show on Mondays with Rob stats Guerrero and he talked about Baltimore's offense. How it's kind of like, he doesn't understand how it's not that good. And he goes, you know, you got these weapons and stuff. And I said, Rob, who's the common denominator? Yes. It is I, two people. It's John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson. Yep. There's your common denominator. Yep. So at some point, just like the Bears are figuring out with Justin Fields, maybe your quarterback isn't that type of quarterback. And that's not to say that Lamar Jackson can't win games. He was an MVP, he's a dynamic runner. But maybe he's just not that guy that's going to be able to spread him out and chuck it all over the yard in the NFL. Yeah, you do it in Louisville. It doesn't mean you can do it against professional athletes. It's just a different game. So I don't know. We we don't want to turn this into the AFC North yeah, show. Of course. Let's so, let's, it, uh, we, we can let's we can come back home to, uh, to, yeah. to to my division. Let's do it. Let's go to NFC, the NFC South. South. The NFC South. The Steelers won the NFC South last year um, by sweeping the division. <laughs> <laughs> But awesome. nonetheless, Thanks. this is another division where, and this you're going to see this is a common thread amongst most divisions. It's just kind of we haven't gotten too far into this thing where where the the cream has risen to the to the top. The Atlanta Falcons are the proverbial leaders in the clubhouse at two and one. The Saints are in second. The Buccaneers third, all with two and one records. The Buccaneers lose on Monday Night Football to the Philadelphia Eagles, the Saints, we talked about that, lose a heartbreaker up in Green Bay. The Atlanta Falcons, they also lose. They get shellacked, actually, at home. Can't do anything. And then the Panthers have yet to win their first game. Bryce Young is banged up. Andy Dalton is in the lineup. Man, I I don't know what to make of this. I'll tell you real quick. I never believed in the Falcons because I think that that system, like we're just going to run it down your throat. Like It's 2023. You're going to have to be able to throw the ball. And I don't like Desmond Ritter that much. I've never believed in the Buccaneers. It's way too many young players, even though Mike Evans is a freak of nature. I don't know how they don't sign him to a new contract. And Baker Mayfield sucks. So I'm going to say that. So I've always pegged the Saints to be the the front runner in this division. And it's a very weak division. First and foremost, do you agree with me that it's a very weak division? It's an incredibly weak division. And um, roster-wise, quarterback-wise, um, all kinds of things like that. This is a, I, I don't particularly see by the end of the year, this division being very close and there being a, a lot of competition. And I don't see a second playoff team being able to come out of this division either. Yeah, it, it's it's rough. It's really rough. 
And so the, the Saints are a few feet away from being three and zero and being in yeah. charge in this division. Um, th- this week, uh, the the three games seem pretty clear. Um, the Saints are playing at home against the Buccaneers. Even if Jameis Winston is starting that, the Buccaneers do not have a, a roster to be competitive uh, with the Saints or, or to score on our defense. Um, yeah. I've already told you. I think the Vikings are going to beat the Panthers. Panthers will be zero and four. And then you've got the the Falcons going on the road. Um, to London to play Jacksonville in their second home. Um, Jacksonville will get a lot of support there. And I think, again, just Jacksonville's a, a more talented team. They've struggled and they got, just got beaten by the Texans. But I think that the the Jaguars are uh, um, be able to handle that. And I think that they kind of start seeing here at this point some uh, separation in this division. I got to be honest, how concerned are you with the Derek Carr injury, though? Because I agree with everything you said. Uh, I, I don't like, for instance, you look at just the quarterbacks, Bryce Young. I don't, I said it in the preseason. Is this guy going to be able to survive in the NFL? And he's already hurt. And then you have Baker Mayfield, not a fan. Uh, Desmond Ritter in that system. Again, I love B. John Robinson, but it's 2023. I'm not a fan of the quarterback. I did like Derek Carr there, but I've, I've heard everything from, well, I don't know. He might miss a couple weeks. He might miss... He might be on IR. What are they saying about Derek Carr's shoulder right now? Yeah, they're calling him week to week. Um, basically, with the AC joint sprain that he has, um, there is no um, chance of him doing more damage by playing through it. It is pain tolerance and whether or not that pain is going to affect his throw. They want to see over the next couple of days how the swelling goes down. Um, here's what I would say. I'd say that if this is later in the year and we're fighting for the division and playing a division rival, that Derek Carr would play in the game. Um, I think there's no way he plays in the game this early in the season. I also don't know if it hurts the team. I, I said this at the start of this year that I think what I'm not a Bryce Young believer. I think he's too small. I think that's coming out. I, yeah. Desmond Ritter does not throw accurately enough, and Baker Mayfield is Baker Mayfield. I had said there's a really good chance that the Saints have the three best NFL quarterbacks in this division with Derek Carr, James Winston, and even Taysom Hill yeah. right now being better than Bryce Young. Now, in the long run, would I take Bryce Young over Taysom Hill? Yes. But I think this is what we're set up for. Now, what our offense has struggled with this year is Derek Carr's held on to the ball a little, a little bit too long, and he's taken some sacks. He's also thrown two dumb interceptions that were just – and he said he classified them as dumb interceptions. You know who that sounds like? Sounds like Jameis Winston, who holds <laughs> on to the ball too long. So I think that what our offense has done so far is the floor – for how it can be with either one of these guys at quarterback. We've with the weapons we have, and we have Alvin Kamara coming back, making his season debut this week. The offense has played as bad as it can, regardless of who's going to be a quarterback. Um, and where we've had success is the deep ball to Chris Olave and to Rashad Shahid. You know who throws one of the best deep balls in, in football? Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston. He's got a pretty long ball. So I don't think it can be any worse. Again, I think this comes down to just pure talent on the field. Uh, the 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 Saints are going to have you know nine of the ten best players on the field um, at any given time, so um, they should just win by virtue of the the Bucks not being able to score twelve points on us. And to put a bow on the division talk here with the NFC South, in terms of Derek Carr being maybe rushed back, they play the Buccaneers like you mentioned. The following week, they go to New England to play the Patriots. They are not world beaters this year. I'll put it that way. And then they have a game on the road against the Texans before they come back to the dome and play the Jaguars. If I'm the the saints and I'm like, look, the next three games, you could probably say, Hey, at least the next two, like you can rest up, get yourself healthy and we'll be good to go. Like you mentioned, you have the depth of quarterback to do that. 
It's going to be interesting. The NFC South is going to be interesting. As, as you know, I cover cover the Saints on the Dome Patrol um, podcast, and uh, when we were recording that this week, I said the exact same thing. I actually went through our next um, uh, six or seven games up until December when we played Detroit in the Dome. Yeah. They're all very winnable games, and the Saints had the easiest schedule in the entire NFL this year, and this is that stretch that uh, that it comes in. We can definitely take our time with Derek Carr. There you go. Absolutely. So there's the NFC South. Well, now we move over to the AFC South, which uh, – We've mentioned yeah. a few of these teams, and uh, you, you've here's the here's the bad news. You've got to pick somebody who's going to make the playoffs out of this division. Um, right now, we have the Indianapolis Colts in first place as the only two-win team in the division, followed by three one-win teams, the Houston Texans, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and Tennessee Titans. Um, are the Indianapolis Colts a playoff team, Jeff? No. No, they're not. <laughs> I don't think there's any chance that they Is are. Is Gardner Minshew... Leading the Colts to the promised land? Minshew mania. I love Minshew mania. <laughs> it's back. But I I am not a believer in Minshew mania taking you to the postseason. Gardner Minshew is a fantastic backup quarterback. Like he is a guy that if something happens to your starter and you need him for two, three, four weeks, he could probably win you a couple games. But at the same time, if you're like, <laughs> man, we got to rely on Gardner Minshew to get us to the postseason, you're in big trouble. So, no, I'm not a believer in the Colts. I'm going to go with the team that, that won it last year, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I, th- I think the Jaguars are still the best team from top to bottom. But then again, like there are still those moments where Trevor Lawrence does not look like a number one overall pick. There's situations where Doug Peterson looks like he's never coached a game in his life. Uh, there's just these moments where you just, there are sometimes I should put it this way, where it doesn't look like a team wants to win the division where it's like, can someone just step up and play some good football and be a double digit win team Shoot, at this point, I could see nine and eight, maybe. Oh, if you win nine games, you're winning this division. Yeah, I mean, the Titans. This this is the division that a team with a losing record could win it this year for sure. I got to think the Jaguars are better than that, though. I do, at least. See, I I wasn't, I've never been a Trevor Lawrence believer. And so I realized what they did last year and they had a few big comebacks and all. And I just never really believed in it too much. Um, I kind of thought that the Tennessee Titans were Ryan Tannehill is going to be good enough, but Ryan Tannehill may have gotten bad over the offseason. I'm not He's sure. Bad last year too. He, he wasn't great last year either. Yeah. Um. I, I'll I'll just randomly predict the future. The Houston Texans are going to run this division for a long time, starting in a couple of years. I think. I do. That, I do agree with you. D'Amico Ryan's got them going in the right direction. He's got them. And listen, I said. Uh, Going into this this uh, draft this past year, that C.J. Stroud was the quarterback to take if you were taking the number one overall pick. Bryce Young has all that talent. I've never believed in his size. I was glad that the Panthers took him. I think that's going to end up being a wasted pick because he's never going to be healthy. C.J. Stroud is way outdoing what I thought he would be doing three games in. And looks like, I mean, there's there's something there. I mean, he's he's young. It's a couple of games and not a very good team. But is C.J. Stroud going to be the – I mean, a future like top five quarterback in the league. He's throwing the ball a crap ton for a rookie. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, <laughs> it's one of those situations where my gosh, like he's playing Pittsburgh, you know, this, this week where you talk about bookend pass rushers, you can throw the ball that many times. If it's obvious down in distance, they're going to get you like that. They're going to get to you. It's not a situation. Look at last Sunday night, Las Vegas Raiders have never surrendered a sack this season. They got Jimmy Garoppolo four times, hit him eight times. He's yep. in the concussion protocol. 
Um, not because of Minka Fitzpatrick, by the way. But anyways. <laughs> it's mid-season form for Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> the AFC South is a cluster F for me right now, and I just don't think it's ever going to sort itself out. This could be one of those divisions where the bad teams just can continue to just beat up on each other. And like you said, a nine-win team is going to enter the playoffs. Like if, if there were two teams somehow made – I couldn't even pick two teams no, to make the no. playoffs. If I tried, one of bad. these teams is going to host a playoff game. That's uh, that's that's great. It's disgusting, is what it is. <laughs> it's disgusting because there's going to be an 11 win team that's going to go in as a wild card, and they're going to have to go on the road. That's what sucks. That's yep. what really sucks. But it's the nature of the beast. I get it. Okay, that's a bad division. Let's go to the NFC East. The next on the bracket. This is a the the kind of like the opposite. This is. I wouldn't say the gold standard of the NFC divisions, but it's definitely a very competitive one. I think there are some fakers up here towards the top. Nonetheless, the Eagles are three and zero. They look to be very good and rounding in the form. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, everyone's like, oh, they scored seventy points, and then they lose to the Arizona Cardinals. Yikes! Uh, the Washington Commanders are two and one after getting their doors blown off by the Buffalo Bills, and the New York Giants finally remembered how to play football and won a game. So. I don't know what to think of this NFC East. To me, it's a two-horse race. Wesley, do you agree or disagree? Yeah, I definitely agree. This is a weird division, and it's uh, it's probably difficult to watch a game and know how good or bad the Giants or Commanders are. And then um, it, there's definitely the, the, the Cowboys have shown uh, – 10 days ago, everybody agreed they were the best team in football. Um, I, I mean – hands down they were the number one in all the power rankings so now it's like are they a top 15 team yeah one 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 game away from arizona it was um, bad it was really i agree bad. with you that philadelphia is um is the, the kind of the cream of the crop in this division the cowboys uh, not a cowboys fan at all um i definitely thought that uh, losing losing digs was a huge deal for them because they relied on him their defensive scheme relied on being able to ignore one half of the field. Um, and, and my thing that I've said with them, I didn't think they were going to implode this early. I thought that losing digs was going to be tough, but that Tony Pollard can't be the every down back for an entire season. I think he's shown that he's going to get injured when leaned on that much. And I kind of thought that they were going to start falling apart week six, seven, when he starts kind of dealing with some stuff. This was a bad, bad loss to a Arizona team that you and I spoke about that were tanking and yeah. what we talked about was that even if they weren't trying to tank, they were just going to be bad because they don't have enough talent. And my goodness, they're, they're giving everything they got in every game and actually put it on the, the, the number one team in the NFL this past week. Yeah. I mean, Arizona's also played some, they, they played some better football than people think like the record doesn't indicate it, but they were up against the giants and they just lost the game. But look at the Cowboys. So week one and week two, the Cowboys beat the week one. They beat the Giants. Week two, they beat the Jets. They lose to the Cardinals. So here was it. What do they have coming up? Well, they host the Patriots. Then they go to the 49ers. Then they go to the Chargers. Then they host the Rams before going to the Eagles. That's a tough stretch of football games. Yeah, the Patriots are not, like I said, when I mentioned it, when I'm talking about the Saints, they're not world beaters, but they're also not going to be an easy out. Bill Belichick's going to have his defense ready. The 49ers are tough. The Chargers are tough. The Rams have been playing everyone tough. And then the Eagles are the Eagles. And that's a huge division game. Like you said, that loss to the Arizona Cardinals was 
I, I don't want to say crippling because it's early, but that's the game that the Cowboys are going to look back at if they miss the playoffs or something like that and say, damn it, that's the one that got away. Like that's the game that if we didn't fall flat on our faces, but let's talk about the Eagles for a second. Cause the Dallas Cowboys always get a lot of talk. And I hate that. Yep. The Eagles are quietly three, and zero. they beat the Patriots, beat the Vikings, beat the Buccaneers on Monday night football coming up. The commanders Rams jets dolphins. Now that'll be a fun one. The dolphins game. But what do you think about the Eagles? I mean, this was a team that was in the super bowl a year ago. Do you, you believe that they are that team or are they maybe not as good as they were a year ago? I don't think they're as good as they are a year ago. Um, and again, I know this team made the, the, the super bowl and somebody has to from the NFC. Um, I'm not sure if Jalen Hurts is the team that is the guy that can take a team to the Super Bowl again. Um, mm, interesting. You know, in, in three games, he's thrown for 640 yards. He's thrown for 213 yards a game. With what they have with um, A.J. Brown um, and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard um, and even like guys like Gainwell and Watkins, I'm not sure if that's enough yardage for what they should be getting. Um, I think that DeAndre Swift is probably – outperforming what they what they yeah. thought he was going to be doing um because he's averaging over 100 yards a um a game but i just i want to I, you just mentioned who they've played um patriots have not been good this year the vikings have been terrible but still was a both of those were one score games mm -hmm. and then they put it on the buccaneers team which is terrible yeah. um i i'm i know they're three and zero, but i i don't know if that means that they're a, a really good team yeah but I'm I'm also going to question all the way through as you'll see. I, I don't know who is a good NFC team right now. I don't know if any of the top three or four teams in in the NFC are as good as they can be pumped up to be because of their record. Yeah, we'll see. And and I think if the, in this division, the one team that I look at and say like, ah, they they kind of fakers. I'm not a believer in the Washington Commanders. I just I, I just don't think that maybe they're in the right head in the right direction. I don't think they're there yet, though. Do you agree or disagree? Yeah, they, they beat a, a, a Cardinals team and then won a game that they should have lost to it. What is a terrible Broncos team? Um, and then they just got completely murdered by the Bills, 37 to 3. Um, yeah. You know, they beat the Cardinals by four, they beat the, the Broncos by two, which are subpar teams. <laughs> Um, and right. then they play the first. And again, the Bills have been struggling this year, but the commanders were, were a way for them to get it right. Um, so I agree. I think, you know, the, the Giants, they're always going to go ebb and flow with Saquon Barkley's health, I believe. Um, if he can be healthy, he's uh, just a, a weapon for anybody, and he can make them a decent team. The, the commanders are not a good team, I don't think, no matter what. All right. Let's put a bill on the NFC East. There you go. Well, moving across to the AFC East, well, we've, we've talked about the Dolphins a couple of times. Um, mm -hmm. They put up 70 points on Sean Payton. And the Broncos, uh, in, in a, they, they have five rushing touchdowns, five passing touchdowns, um, and actually had their, their second uh, running back have 200 yards rushing. Um, but this is a division where we got the, the Miami Dolphins are three and oh in first place, second place is the Buffalo Bills at two and one, and then you've got the uh, lowly Patriots and Jets at one and two pulling up the division. Um, is this going to be, are the Bills going to get right and make this competitive? Where is this going to be a fight at the end of the year between them and the Dolphins? Or is the Dolphins, are they the best team in the NFL right now? The Dolphins might be the best offense in the NFL right now. I'll say that. It, this weekend, week four, Dolphins and Bills. 
That's that's this weekend. Can you believe that's a one o'clock game on Sunday? Shouldn't I be mean, happening. That flex the hell out of everything and CBS put them on Sunday is not, night. CBS isn't losing that game though. They're they're no. so happy to have that. Like, um, and coming off the Dolphins scoring that many points, them being on national TV is just money for them. Yeah, put them on the four, flex them to four fifteen or something. Like, just not one o'clock. Like that's when everyone's playing their games. Like this game's going to get buried. It's going to be one of the most entertaining games. I'm not going to get to see it. They're just not flexing them to take over the Cowboys game. They won't do it. Yeah, because Lord forbid we don't want to miss the Jets on prime time again without Aaron Rodgers. But let's (laughs) not go there. Uh, Here you go. The Dolphins Bills. The Bills are coming off 38 points against the the Commanders. Uh, The Dolphins put up 70. Like this is like a crash course, and I just really hate the fact that I'm not going to get to watch it this week. Okay, so so, and just to say Buffalo's at home, but they're giving mm-hmm. up two and a half points. Like Buffalo's still favored, even by being at home over the the seventy point Dolphins. Yeah, um, think about that. Is is this a two team race? Is there any way that the Patriots are Jets? Okay, no. let's. I'm not even asking about the Jets. The Jets <laughs> who have said they are sticking with their quarterback. Can they? Yeah. It, again, the Patriots, the Patriots have a good enough defense, and now they are maybe revitalizing some Ezekiel Elliott, and they have a couple of running backs. Can they ball control, run the ball enough, have Mac Jones throw enough passes to tight ends, and have a good enough defense to compete with these other teams? This is like the Atlanta Falcons when we talked about it. I guess it's twenty twenty three. Like you don't win in the NFL like this. You got to move the ball. Mac Jones is too busy ball tapping dudes as he's sauce gardeners. He's getting up from the scrum. Like, what are we talking about? I, I I'm sorry. Like the Patriots, I think Bill Belichick as a GM is kind of washed. Um, I think we talked about that on another podcast. Hot seat. Uh, the, what's that? Hot seat for Belichick. Not as a coach. I think as a GM, maybe. Wow. Like, okay. But then again, he might not take one without the other. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Would. But the jets, uh, this is something Rob said on our money show. It's, it's, organizational malpractice what they're doing with Zach Wilson. He said it is malpractice how they have not tried to get a Gardner Minshew or a Jameis Winston, like any of these backups that are capable players. Hell, you could even go to Mitch Trubisky in Pittsburgh and say, we will give you, like, what do you want? Because it's better than what we have. Apparently Matt Ryan and somebody else, a couple of quarterbacks reached out asking if they were were interested. And they said, no, we're, we're not interested. They have built this roster to win right now. Like they get Dalvin cook. They have all these players come to New York. Aaron Rodgers goes down within minutes and we're just going to stick it out with Zach Wilson. That's why they're going to be at the basement of this, of this division. I've heard that Colin Kaepernick is still throwing and staying loose just in case. (laughs) I am not, I'm not touching that with a, no, not touching that topic at all. Uh, the Dolphins, I think, are going to be the winners of this division when all said and done. And I think a lot of it is because the the Bills have that first. I think the Bills won it last year, if I recall. Um, the Bills have that first place schedule. Let me double check on that right now. Um, yep, the Bills won it last year, thirteen and three. The Dolphins made it nine and eight as a wild card team. So it's it's a different schedule. I think that does matter. But man, the Dolphins are also just—they're really fast. I just love watching those guys play. The the Denver Broncos—it looked like a varsity team versus a JV team on Sunday. Bad. Yeah, there's a there's some discontent that's going to go on there, and uh, I've seen Sean Payton snap at media. I don't know if I've ever seen him. Definitely not this early in the year, and um, there's 
there's going to be some changes there. They've got to get a new defensive coordinator immediately. First of all, it's going to be bad. Let's go to the NFC, NFC West. This is one of those teams that you were mentioning when we talked about like the best three NFC teams, and maybe you think they aren't as good. It's the San Francisco 49ers are undefeated. They're three and oh. Then you obviously have the Seattle Seahawks at two and one, and the Rams and the Cardinals are both one and two. The NFC West at one point was like really, really tough division. And now it just seems like it's the 49ers and a jumbled mess of nothingness to me. Do you agree? Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. Um, now the Rams played really bad this last week, but before that, they they played a game against the 49ers that if you watch that entire game, I think mm -hmm. the Rams were the better team on the field. Um, ended up having a tipped pass for an interception that uh, kind of made, made the difference and put the Rams in a bad spot to end the game. But the Rams were the better team through yeah. most of that, uh, th through that game, and they ended up losing. Um, I don't know if the 49ers defense is as um, going to be as dominant as it was the, the, the years before. And I also question Brock Purdy. Um, yes, he's putting up points, but he is not an accurate passer. He's yeah. thrown some bad passes. And I really question... Um, we played against Christian McCaffrey for years being a, with the Saints when he was with the Panthers. Christian McCaffrey has trouble staying healthy when he's used this much. And the 49ers, they have the guys with Debo Samuel and um, uh, Brandon Ayuk to mix around who they're using, and they're not really doing it. I know Ayuk was hurt. I'm mm -hmm. just not sure if they use their weapons the right way. Um, and I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not sold on the 49ers yet. Um, I was sold on their defense last year. I don't think their defense is as good this year. And I just think that Brock Purdy can end up making some mistakes. The only way you burn the 49ers defense is if you can keep their pass rush off you. Have to. I mean, when you talk about Bosa, Fred Warner in the middle, you talk about Javon Hargrave up front, Armstead up front. I mean, we I saw it firsthand watching them dismantle the Steelers in week one. Their secondary can be had. But again, you For have sure. to have, the gotta time, have to, time to get the ball. Got to have time to throw it. You know, we talked about the Rams. You mentioned the Rams. We talked about the Cardinals earlier as we talked about them upsetting the Cowboys. The team that no one talks about in this division, which I think could quietly be a wild card team, are the Seattle Seahawks. Geno Smith, I know that they could they can make some more. They, they win these ugly games. They do have some weapons. Tyler Lockett starting to look like Tyler Lockett again. And Lo and behold, they're always in the mix. That's just what I'm going to say. Well, what is it though that you said earlier in that this isn't the what what year is it not anymore that we can't just ball run control or control you know ball control and play? <laughs> no, defense? I said it is 2023. You do have to be able to throw the football. Yeah. Now, having said that, this may surprise you, but the pan the the Seahawks have scored 37 points in each of their last two games. Yeah. So I mean, like they they can score some points. It's like you said, nobody's talking about him. I like the Geno Smith story was cool last year and that he got another year and his contract was cool, but I haven't paid much attention to him outside of that and, and believing in him. Um, I think that they are a team that just with uh, um, uh, Kenneth Walker and then I really like uh, Zach Charbonnet, the, the rookie out of UCLA. Um, I think they've got two really good running backs that can, uh, can, can hold on to the ball and run over some people if they get a lead. <laughs> they're, they're, they are the weird wild card. I, I still believe if the Rams can get Cooper Cup back, and I don't know if that's even a thing anymore, 
if yeah. they can get Cooper Cup back, they can be a, a dangerous team. Um, their defense is good enough, and they can score points. Um, it just kind of uh, it's that's a big if for them. That is, that is. We'll see. I know there's some big division games coming up in the NFC West, and I'm sure we'll talk about it. So that's a, that. We'll, we'll put a bow on that one. Let's go to the AFC. Heading over to the AFC West. Um, so we've got uh, one. So this is the Taylor Swift division. Let's just go ahead and get oh, it out of the gosh. way. Can we um, not? It's, Can we it's, not? It's, it's the number one story in the world. It shouldn't be, <laughs> so, so, but it is. So, so we've got the we've got the the first place, first place Kansas City Chiefs, first first place in the division and in our hearts and in yeah. tight end jersey sales. Um, they're two and one. We've got the the Raiders and Chargers both one and two, and then the lowly lowly sad Broncos who may be um, drafting first. Um, at Cue the sad trombone music. They've given up a hundred and twenty two points. <laughs> In three 70 games, of them, seventy of them came last <laughs> week. <laughs> um, so okay, I I'm gonna skip over the Chiefs right now. I want to ask you one thing: Can the Chargers? So here's, uh, I think that Brandon Staley is one of the worst coaches in football, and I think that he's no kills, doubt about it. I think he kills what is an incredibly talented roster, and I also go back to I think the Chargers screwed up by not firing Staley and hiring Sean Payton. I think that, that all, both of these teams are very different. One of them is made for Sean Payton and the other is not. And they're they're all mixed up here. Can the Chargers fix this? Like the Chargers with their talent and their big quarterback and their receivers. and all, Can this team get back into this division? They can. But is Brandon Staley going to charger his way <laughs> out of it again? I mean, he's awful. I mean, so why, would, why would any coach go for like it, it, his own ter- territory like that? Like, I get, hey, I trust my team. Don't be a dummy. Like, I want to say something else, but just don't be <laughs> stupid. Like, get out of your own way. This guy has done this repeatedly. Over and, and over. It's, like, it's, 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 it's called chargering. You said it. Some, yeah. We said it on our show earlier about chargering, like when I was recording a Saints show. Like, it's kind of. It's a thing. Charger's gonna charger. It's seriously, it's sad, but it's they've they're earning this this reputation. Yeah, the moniker is legit. I I am concerned a little bit. You Mike Williams done for the year. You guys always heard Keenan Allen. Can he stay healthy? I love Justin Herbert. I think he's fantastic, but you gotta give the guy something. Is Austin Eckler even is he is he hurt too? He's he's been back and forth, yes. Okay. He also course. just he also asked for a trade and doesn't want to be there. That's true too. Well, <laughs> yeah, Brandon Staley's a coach, but I mean, when I think about the Chargers, brimming with talent, they, they can definitely score with the Kansas City Chiefs in that division. The Raiders are they're one and two, but my gosh, like I just watched them play. Jimmy Garoppolo is not that guy. He is not that guy. And it just looks like a team. You hear Devontae Adams making comments after the game. He's basically saying, like, what are we doing? Like, what am I doing here? I feel like I'm wasting my time. Like, think about that. Well, he's not Josh making McDaniels. as many comments as Chandler Jones. Yeah. Gosh, that's not, I'm not touching that either. <laughs> You're not going there either. You don't want to, you don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but I mean, you talk about a team where Josh McDaniels is down by eight and he's kicking a field goal in the waning minutes of a game instead of trying to go for it. And, have a tying score with the two point conversion. I'm like, as a Steeler fan, I'm like, he's kicking a field goal. Okay. <laughs> he just made hey, it easier. But here, here's my thing on the Raiders that I've always said. So Jimmy Garoppolo is not making it through a season. I mean, he's showing that he's not ever going to make it through a season. And 
the stupid Raiders, their two backup quarterbacks are Brian Hoyer and Aiden O'Connell. Like they want it, they what, want Aiden O'Connell now. Like they they think this guy's gonna be legit. Well, I mean, I guess. I mean, like getting get him in there. Let's figure it yeah. out because Jimmy's not making it through a season. But I I think that the Raiders, um, if Jimmy was healthy, maybe they could compete a little bit. But uh, he's never gonna be. So I, I mean, think the it, question, the good was it is is can the Chiefs can Travis health with Travis Kelsey as their one legitimate receiver? Can they run back through the Super Bowl again? That was my kind of thought process here is had the chiefs come down to the field. Yeah. So you have, you know, the, the dolphins and the bills they're there, you know, the AFC North is a mixed bag of goods, but then you have like the chiefs that were always in this upper echelon an echelon that no one else was there. The bills were close, but they weren't really there. Did the chiefs, because what's going to happen, like this is going to happen. You're going to lose talent. You're going to lose players like Tyreek Hill. You're going to lose someone like Juju Smith-Schuster even, who isn't doing anything in New England, but was a solid piece for Kansas City. Uh, you're going to lose these players because you pay, just paid Patrick Mahomes a king's ransom, and rightfully so. It happens with every team. So my question, and I don't know if you know if I have an answer for it, have the Chiefs come back down to the field? I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's it's definitely a interesting uh, question. Here's what I'll tell you is that the Chiefs, are set up to be way ahead in this division. Um, over the next few weeks, the Chiefs play the Jets, then the Vikings, then the Broncos, then the Chargers, and then the uh, Broncos again. Uh, and that's before then, in Frankfurt, Germany, we have Dolphins and Chiefs on November 5th. Ooh. But until then, both the, the Chiefs may not lose a game or have a competitive yeah. game until then. So that could be a big, big game in Germany. Um, the Chiefs definitely have the uh, the the schedule though to to run away with this division um, over the next you know five or six weeks. Remember the off season when everyone said, "Oh my gosh, the AFC West is such a powerhouse." You have Mahomes, you have Derek Carr, and L and and, and with the Raiders, you've got Russell Wilson traded to the Broncos. You've got Justin Herbert. I mean, this is just like the stinker of all stinkers. Like the Broncos, I have no idea how they're this bad, but they are. The Raiders seem to just, well, the, the, you know, the just win baby moniker, like that is not it anymore. Uh, it's kind of like, what are they doing? The Chargers with Brandon Staley, we talked about them. It's just the Chiefs. Do you think two teams make it out of this in the playoffs? I I don't I don't see how they can. I mean, I just don't see the Chargers getting, getting right. Um, I think that, I mean, I, to be fair, I think the Chiefs are the only team in this, this uh, division that can have a winning record. Oh, wow. Okay, I right, so you don't see a Charger rebound. I do. I think the Chargers are going to rebound. I think they're, they're going to be competitive. So let's finish this up with uh, trying to predict which teams make the playoffs. We'll just kind of talk this out, AFC, NFC. So let's talk about the AFC first. Which divisions do you think have two playoff teams among them? Which well, division do you think? The, the, the AFC East and AFC North are the ones that make the most sense. I agree to, to to have multiple playoff teams. Um, the AFC South, I shouldn't have any playoff teams, but uh, they're going to have to. Somebody's going to win. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so the AFC South, you think Jacksonville? I'm still right now. I've got to have Tennessee prove me wrong more. I've said that I thought Tennessee would would end up doing enough ball control and winning this division. Um, they look bad for another couple of weeks, and I'll change to Jacksonville. But I'm still not jumping on the Jacksonville 
bandwagon yet. Okay, I'm going to go with the Jaguars for me. AFC North, who do you have winning that one? Um, The Bengals are going to come back and win that division. I don't know what's wrong with them. I can't make an excuse of why they look so bad, Um, but I just have to think that at some point their offense figures out a way to score some more points and and come back and win that division. I mean, if I'm not being a homer here, and I'm just going to say like somewhat not the Steelers, because I do think the Steelers could if they actually get their heads out of their – rectal cavities i think that uh for me i would go with baltimore if i'm not because i'm sticking with that historical fact about the afc north no teams won it three times in a row so i'm going to stick with that so i'd say maybe baltimore but i do agree with you i think two two teams make it out of that division afc west we agree the chiefs right yeah nobody i'm I'm not thinking the Chargers. afc east yeah you got two teams i mean it's the, the dolphins and bills are both both i mean i think clearly have to make the playoffs Okay, so we have two in the East, two in the North, and then the AFC West and AFC South have one. There's one other team that needs to make it. I think three teams from the AFC North make the playoffs. Okay, so you have who's that third? Um, well, I didn't, I, I didn't even say oh, my second. Right. I, I just said, I just said the Bengals. I, that's right. I, my fault. I think that the the Steelers and Ravens end up also making the playoffs. Yeah, screw the Browns. I agree with you. Let's go to the NFC uh, again. NFC East. Eagles, Cowboys, you think both make the postseason? Yeah, I think that the Cowboys will just because of the pure, they're just going to end up winning enough games. I don't think they're going to be a good playoff team. But uh, yeah, I think that both of them do end up making it. Okay, NFC West, do they have just one? NFC West, uh, yeah. I mean, the, the Seahawks are that that one that we go back and forth. With. So I'm going to say, obviously, the 49ers are going to win that. I'm going to punt right now versus who who I'll, I'll, I might end up coming back to an NFC West team. Okay. In a minute. All right. We, I agree with the 49ers. What about the North? NFC North. Yeah, the the North um the Lions are going to make the playoffs um and I uh, I think that the Vikings end up coming back enough to uh to 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 be in the playoffs too. I think they win that division. The Lions getting in there as a wild card. Oh, wow. Okay. I I'll agree with two from that division. And then the South, I think the Saints, but I don't think anyone else does. No, no, nobody else is making the the, the matter of that division. All right, so we had two in the north. You said two so, in the east. Yeah. So then I would need to be deciding between my seventh teams, either going to be the Packers or the Seahawks or Rams. Um, right now, I'm still going to stick with. I think that um, I'm going to have faith that Cooper Cup comes back healthy and the Rams end up winning a few games, and they'll be my okay. seventh team right now. I'll stay in that division, but I'll go with Seattle. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll go with Seattle because I think that Cooper Cup might not be coming back anytime soon. I actually, and they might not win some games. <laughs> But it's going to be interesting. This has been a really fun exercise. I've actually enjoyed going division by division and looking at how everything shake out. So next week, uh, you'll be back with Brian Davis. But in the meantime, Wesley, why don't you tell everyone where they can find your work and where they can find you on social media? Yeah, I'm at the Don't Patrol podcast covering the New Orleans Saints and then all of our opponents. Um, you can follow us on X at, at Don't Patrol PCAST or follow me at, at Hudat Wesley 13 um, I'll talk to you about the Saints or any other of the divisions we've talked about. Come and disagree. Tell me I'm wrong. I'd like to have conversations. There you go. Where can, can we find, find you, me. Jeff? Yeah, there you go. Thank you for teeing it up. Uh, <laughs> I am. Uh, you can find me at the Steel Curtain Network covering the Pittsburgh Steelers. You can find me on Twitter at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. You can hear my voice all over the NFL feed. Anywhere we get your podcast. We found this one, obviously. FFSN NFL and Steel Curtain Network. Search that and get all the Steelers content. All right, this has been another episode of The Big Picture. Wesley, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir.
gap. 